Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host, Bestie. Welcome to part two. Yay. I know. Yeah. This I think, is this the first time we've done a two-parter? Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. Well, we snuck it in under the wire of the year mark. Yeah. So this is episode 51. Right. Part two, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So if you missed part one... That's last week's episode. We talked about a bunch of our travel adventures and people we met, car problems, GPS problems. Yeah. Interesting. S- scary things. Scary of. and fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, all right. So we had a good time with that. So uh, if you want, you can listen to that one first and then listen to this one. Or you can listen to this one first and then that one. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about behind the scenes of my comedy special yeah we just filmed it two days ago gosh i know Uh, it feels like a big accomplishment that's because it was yeah definitely yeah a a long time coming very long time huge you worked really hard tracy i know you did i know and i'm not just talking about just before that this particular show that happened friday but for it's 10 a whole, years. Right. 11, actually. Oh, 11. <laughs> it's a whole year <laughs> off. I'm saying that year was hard. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Okay, comedy is a thing that people don't always realize how long it takes to figure it out, to work it out, to get the experience. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of art form. Mm-hmm. So you have to, first of all, figure out what kind of comedy are you going to do? You know, what's yeah. your perspective? What's mm-hmm. your attitude? What's your stance? Mm-hmm. You know, from the position where you are, you know, what are you, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. And who are you saying it to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right. Pick, pick your audience type right. thing. So you have to figure all that out. And then you have to figure out what your content is going to be mm. and write the jokes. Yeah. And then you have to test the jokes. Yeah. You can't just How practice How scary them. is that? It's, I'm going to tell you, the way I look at it, mm-hmm. when I do a new joke, mm-hmm. I feel like it's jumping out of an airplane and you don't know if your parachute's going to open. Yeah. If you get the laughs, that's your parachute. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, yeah. I feel that way for you yeah. when I know you're going to do it. <laughs> like, oh, God, I hope the parachute opens. <laughs> Catherine gets, I think, more nervous than I do. Prop. Probably, yeah, because we're totally different in terms of that kind of thing. Yeah, public speaking, all of that. Well, yeah, I mean, comedy is totally different than public speaking, but oh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, what I'm saying. It is. Thank and you. in case you're listening and you didn't know this about me, comedy was not my idea mm-hmm. to do. I did not grow up longing to become a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. It was never a thought mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. It came to me through a publishing coach. I wrote my book, Laugh Anyway Mom. It's about my husband and I, our experiences raising five boys. Mm-hmm. So it's all funny. Mm-hmm. It's written in that style that Irma Bombeck wrote in, in yeah. terms of, it's kind of like everyday housewife, woman, mother, you know, and yeah. the stuff that everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Mm-hmm. It's all true stuff. Like chapter one is about our 24 trips to the emergency room. I love that chapter. Yeah. I mean, everybody survived, thankfully. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the comedy came when a publishing coach read the manuscript and he said, this is a really funny book. If you could put it on stage, you would have something special. And he said, you should do stand up. 
And you're just like obedient or when you hire somebody and they give you advice, you follow it. I I I have done that. Yes. I, I think that yes. a lot of people would be they would have may, perhaps maybe received that advice as well. And they probably would have been no way. That's, you know, that first of all, especially since it wasn't even on your radar. Not even a little bit. You know, no. So for it, you to say, yes, okay, I yeah. think I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I did feel like this is the expert. I hired this expert to walk me through this process mm-hmm. of getting this manuscript into book form. And he looked at it and said, if you can do stand up. And his reasoning made sense to me. Mm-hmm. He said, if you just have a book and you don't have a stage performance, a stage presence, mm-hmm. It's really hard to market a book. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So typically, authors must also be speakers, and speakers must also be authors. You can sometimes be one or the other, but Mm -hmm. if you have both, you're much more successful, Mm. according to him, and he's the expert. Mm -hmm. But I would concur. I would concur. Yeah. So after I hung up with this guy, I called the Second City in Chicago, and I signed up for their class. Mm-hmm. so wild that was crazy yeah yeah and that began the journey 11 years ago of starting uh gosh when i first went to that second city class it was after church it was on sundays like at three o'clock mm-hmm. so i would go to church in the morning and then i'd go right from church you know to lunch <laughs> and then to um the second city in chicago yeah and i don't drive in chicago right (laughs) hate it Mm -hmm. so the first week ron had to drive me there Mm -hmm. to show me where to go yeah because even with a gps and i don't remember Uh, what kind of gps we might have had a garmin back then probably yeah but i didn't know where to go and Mm -hmm. what if it was wrong and so he showed me and i walked in there and i could see all those iconic pictures on the wall like the belushis and you know gilda radner and no, Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, here's the church lady. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> and my first day, I know you remember this outfit that I had. I had a purple or plum, plum. suede yeah. skirt. Oh. And I had boots. And I was wearing a corduroy purple jacket. That I remember. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like coordinated in my plummy purple outfit <laughs> with corduroy and suede. And... um I looked like a middle-aged woman who had just come from church. Yeah. That's exactly how I looked. I walked into this class, and there were like five or six boys mm-hmm. that looked like they hadn't been to church. <laughs> you know, they looked like they hadn't been to bed yet. Mm-hmm. And my, even my teacher, Dan Telfer, was my teacher, young guy, mm-hmm. comic, mm-hmm. stand-up comic. And he then started, proceeded to teach me and these boys mm-hmm. how to become stand-up comedians. And his first assignment for us was to go out and do open mics. He gave us a list of all the open mics in the Chicago area. He said, go try some jokes. You are so brave. I know. Yeah, you know what? It's not just the bravery. It's like, I feel like courageous is another level. Bravery? Yeah. In, because you are courageous. Like, I, I you think just that like, have this courage. Like, part of it is tenacity. Yeah. Part of it is just not giving up mm-hmm. and plowing through mm-hmm. and just like pulling up your big girl pants and just doing it anyway, mm-hmm. which is why I love that my, my book is titled Laugh Anyway. My show is Life Happens Laugh mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, I like the anyway word because there are barriers to everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
It makes me think of when uh, we saw Christy Wright. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, encourages uh, women to start their uh, passion, their their hobby, and make it into a business. Mm-hmm. And she works for Under the Umbrella of Dave Ramsey. Anyway, we saw her, and she said, do it scared. Yeah. And <laughs> she showed a clip of, um, I, she was on the panel. Oh, for, that was so funny. Yeah, one of the TV Fox networks. News. Yes. <laughs> and they were talking way out of her league. And they, <laughs> the camera pans to her, and she's a little bit wide-eyed. But then she just did it scared. Yeah. And... Yeah, and if you're listening and Christy Wright is not on your radar, look her up, especially Mm -hmm. if you have a desire to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. She offers a book and courses on how to do that with a plan. Yeah, the Business Boutique. And it's Christy Wright with W-R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, Yeah. very good. Uh, So after I did those open mics for a few years, and then I, I hooked up with my good friend Michael Isaac, who became a good friend we had a mutual friend who connected us michael was a stand-up comic he had been through the second city and was in the conservatory at a a period of time which is something that you have to audition for the second city conservatory my class anybody with money could take my class okay but michael was in that and um he was kind of on the fence of whether or not he wanted to complete the the session or whatever it was he wanted to write a book i wanted to do stand-up So we kind of exchanged ideas. Mm -hmm. Well, he helped me and coached me Mm -hmm. the first couple years that I was doing stand-up to get some of my jokes together, get my act together. And we went around and did open mics Mm -hmm. at the Barrel of Laughs in Oak Lawn, Illinois. That place, I love that place. It's no longer there, but it was amazing. Bill Brady, amazing host and wonderful guy. Mm. Um, So I had a lot of good memories there. And then I did any stage that would take me. <laughs> Comic book stores. I did American Legions. I did the Moose Lodge. Remember the Gosh. time the, the time that I did the... Um, Kansas Street Grill? Oh, yeah. I did get, remember. Oh, I texted yes. you from there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done with this. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> because I was on stage with other comics. Yeah. And my audience was Christian women and their audience was not. Let's just put it at that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes their content, even at the Second City, a lot of the boys that were in my class, their content would be considered R-rated, mm-hmm. not PG, not PG-13. comedy. Yeah, and maybe even worse than R in some respects, you know, like X in a way, because they, they just went into topics that I would never dream of going well, into. would you say just more vulgar? Yeah. Because... Yeah, mm-hmm. it might not be the same as rated X, just vulgar. Yeah, yeah, just the topics yeah. and bringing the brain to those places. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> anyway, it just wasn't my cup of tea, and it it's something that you know other people. That's what they what makes them laugh, I guess. But but anyway, it was a struggle for me because I had to keep going. Mm-hmm. There there were no churches giving me an open mic stage, right? You know. Right. Come and practice your comedy at our church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's where you had to get your experience. Well, and I can see where that really helped with that comedy muscle yes. for you. Yeah. You know, it just was more character building. Go, yep. go Tracy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really true, is really building your confidence mm-hmm. and also building your act because it takes, you have to try the jokes. You have to try them. Mm-hmm. If the audience laughs, they're funny. If they don't laugh, you go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and keep on working it. Um, 
the what else was I going to say about doing those um, open mics? Oh, the time that I did the North Judson, Indiana Mint Festival. Oh, yes. We live in Illinois. Yeah. North Judson, Indiana is not anywhere near our home in Illinois. Not it's really. a couple hours away. Yeah. And but yet we're on the almost to the border of Indiana. So we're only like 20 minutes from the border. And I just don't have a good uh, mind of, oh, yeah. I said, Indiana. Oh, yeah. We're close to Indiana. Oh, Indiana's a big state. <laughs> yes, it is. I agreed and- to go do this gig at um, the Mint Festival in mm-hmm. North Judson, Indiana. And it was hot. Yeah, it was in the summer. Oh, it was hot. And it was mm-hmm. in a gym. Ugh. No air conditioning. Mm-hmm. No windows. Mm-hmm. So it was just like being in an oven. And it was really tough. Right. And no money. But... Right. But you were thinking it's stage time. Right. Right. And they paid me with mint. mint. They gave me a bottle of mint. But you found out later that that's like really, really um, precious. Right. To get to have this extract of mint is a big deal. But you didn't know that. Well, they told me that. Well, no, what they did tell me, they said it relieves stress. So if you smell it, (laughs) it relieves stress. So all the way home, I was like (laughs) sniffing my mint. Yeah. That I got. So that was a that was an interesting one. And then remember the time I did that um like junior high little kid fest. It was like a Oh, no, multiple, that was Sunday Slam. Yeah, multiple bands. Mm, they had big Christian bands there. Yeah. Yeah, well-known yeah. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was for like young kids. Yeah. And they oh. weren't there for a middle-aged woman talking about raising somebody like them, yeah. you know. Well, and there was a lot going on at the same time, like oh. simultaneously. Yeah. So you were competing with all this other stuff that was going on. Right. And that's not the way comedy is. No. I mean, it's always the person on stage connecting with the right. audience and there wasn't any of that at the Sunday Slam thing. It it was rough. It was rough. Mm -hmm. So surviving all of that, and that was several years, Mm -hmm. and then I got my act together, Life Happens Laugh Anyway, and I started doing it in churches, Mm -hmm. and then I took that job at Southwest, and then I left the job at Southwest, Mm -hmm. and then I got cancer, or I discovered that I had cancer. So then I had to put everything on the back burner for like a year, Mm -hmm. then I came back, and then I started doing shows at yeah. breast centers and mm-hmm. hospitals. And then the world broke because right. COVID, COVID came. Pandemic. Right. So right before the pandemic, my I, I had acquired mm-hmm. a manager. And, an, and I had had an agent for a while. Mm-hmm. So now I was starting to get some things together. Yeah. And we did a rebrand. We did a brand new website. We did uh, a professional photo shoot. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Things were were getting really exciting. Yeah. And that was in December of 2019. That's right. So we didn't know what was, was gonna, coming. Yeah. Yeah. And our whole church really encouraged me because I did not have the resources to pay for a rebrand, you know, to pay for photos and the consulting and for wardrobe and for all the stuff. Yep. And so my manager put together a budget of what I needed and I just put the word out there Mm -hmm. that, you know, this is what's needed to move forward to Mm -hmm. the next step. And over a hundred people donated the money Mm -hmm. to help me Mm -hmm. so that I could do this. And I was just Mm -hmm. so humbled by that. Yeah. And I, I not only humbled, but I think emboldened to be even like, this is from the Lord and I I don't have to worry about it. Right. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then, you know what happened with COVID. Mm -hmm. 
COVID happened and everything shut down. And we thought it was only going to be a couple weeks. (laughs) 14 (laughs) days, they said. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. Yeah. So now here we are in 2021. Mm -hmm. And we're picking up where we left off. Because the next step after doing the rebrand and the photo shoot and all of that, the next step was to do a brand new video, a new comedy special. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to do that. So so we picked that up and we just filmed it last Friday. And you tell the audience what you think it was like. Well, like your manager said, you knocked the ball out of the park. I mean, it and I... I I couldn't wait to come to into the prayer room for mm-hmm. intermission and tell you that's the best I've ever seen you perform. And I've seen almost all of your mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. But everything from your timing, your pace, your pitch, like your mm-hmm. voice level, mm-hmm. um, of course, your delivery, and then keeping it all in the order mm-hmm. and that you had wanted to because you know I knew how much you worked on writing it all out mm-hmm. and really tightening it up mm-hmm. but making it look like so Just natural coming off the top of my head yeah and what was really cool is some yeah. things were like um just in the moment, that's you know, right. not not major bits, of course, but right. just it just all wove together so very well. And I was uh, so proud of you. Thank you. I really, well, you know that. I Catherine really, popped into the prayer. So Catherine's role during the filming was to go down the checklist of my set list and make sure that I hit every joke that I plan to hit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes with filming especially, it doesn't really matter if you do it in the exact same order because you can flip it. Mm-hmm. But her job was to make sure I got it in mm. so that if I missed something major, then I she could say, okay, you missed this joke. Then I could record it after the break, mm-hmm. after the intermission. Mm-hmm. Well, ev- we we hit everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was hit and then some. We yeah. had some extra bits. Yeah. So she was so excited. She was jumping up and down. And then I was, <laughs> was jumping I? up and down. Yeah, you were like. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that I don't remember if I've told you this because um, I've talked to so many people in the last few days. But right before I took the stage, I was back there in the prayer room with Mike, mm-hmm. my manager. And I was saying to I was saying to him, you know, I'm usually when I do a performance, if something flies into my head, I just let it come out. Mm-hmm. If it's funny, it's funny. Yeah. If it's not funny, yeah. I just move on. And I said, now I feel nervous about that because I feel like there's a lot of pressure and I need to stick to the script, so to speak. And he said, just let it come out. Just have fun. Don't worry about sticking to it. If something comes in, just say it. And, and that so like that gave me a license. It, yeah, yeah. It I did. Say, almost I was like, like permission to do what you do. Right. Yeah. To trust. Mm, and to and trust, I, yeah. I don't remember if he used that word, but he said something about my creativity. Mm-hmm. Let your creativity flow. Mm-hmm. And that really was an important conversation I felt was needed to be. Uh, yeah, said. that I just needed that permission to mm-hmm. go off script because I was afraid that if I went off, I wouldn't be able to get back on. Yeah. Or it would be awkward. Right. So there was a moment where the opportunity came to, to get off course. And it was so impromptu because um, in the audience was your future. Well, what would she be in relation to? So Fellow was, grandma. Yeah. She'll be my fellow grandma. Right. If our kids She's have gonna kids. She's going to be an in-law. Anyway. Yeah. So she her so, daughter is engaged to my son. Yeah. Christine is her name. Okay. 
And it was just a really fun interaction to kind of witness. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was praying up from the sound booth, like, oh, Lord, bring her back, though, you know, because there, there was, you know, a little off course. Yeah. And right and, at that moment, I had written a new joke about mm-hmm. new grandmas, mm-hmm. first time grandmas. Mm-hmm. And I had just written the joke like the day before, mm-hmm. day or two before. I had never practiced it in front of a person. I mean, I kind of launched it on you and launched it on Ron, you know, or whatever. But Oh, um, and the hairstylist earlier in the day. That, mm-hmm. True that. True that. I just told her about it. Yeah. But it's totally yeah. different when you're well, in yeah, a room I'll, and you're expecting a room totally. full of people to laugh. Mm-hmm. And I went blank. My mind went blank. The joke started out fine, mm-hmm. but then it had three. Like in comedy, when you're writing, you write in threes. If you if you're doing if you're doing like a list of things, you do three things. You mm-hmm. do funny, funnier, funniest. That's mm-hmm. one method, mm-hmm. and that was the method that I was using for this joke. And I forgot the third one, and it was my favorite one. It was the funniest one, and I was just about to abandon the joke altogether and just move on because I could not remember it. And then Christine said what she said, and that like dislodged the log jam in my brain, and I was able to come back and then say that punchline. <laughs> Definitely from the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all but, of that was but, happening like in a nanosecond. Yeah, I was gonna say, but the audience, they knew, had no idea. No, no. That's that's what I mean, though, about comedy. It is hard. It's made to look simple. It's made to look like, oh, it's she's just talking about her life. It's just coming off the top of her head. Mm -hmm. But it is hard Mm -hmm. to be concise. Mm -hmm. I find it difficult. And some might listen to my comedy and go, well, she's not concise at all. Trust me, that's the the (laughs) concise version. (laughs) Because it was way longer before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a gift that very, very few people have, really. The comedy world is not that big. And yeah. the Christian comedy is even smaller. Yeah. So, or, or I would say clean comedy than Christian yeah. comedy is even smaller. So, yeah, that's definitely a, a rarity. Yeah. So, Mike, your manager mm-hmm. said you're a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and really... Uh, you know, people see entertainers who, you know, seem to come on the scene overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say they go, oh, wow, I never heard of that person. They seem like an overnight success. Yeah. Just know mm-hmm. that that person has likely been slugging it out. Mm-hmm. Slow lugging it out. Because it, it, I don't think overnight success really exists, mm-hmm. at least not in my world. I mean, I've been doing this 11 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've definitely had success. Yeah, but you're really getting traction now. Right. Yeah. So people might go, I've never heard of her, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tough journey. It's a long journey. I would never and could never be doing it if it weren't for the support of my husband. Because you know, like if it was up to me to put a roof over this head, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this, you know, he he's very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And the filming was so much pressure because the film crew came to Chicago from Nashville, most of them. Mm -hmm. And then they used a couple local people as well. Mm -hmm. And they were a professional film crew. They've done multiple comedy specials. They had a lighting director. They had a film director. They had an executive producer. And then they had, you know, like stagehands and all this stuff. And they were there at the venue from 9 Mm a.m. till like 11 p.m. Yeah. That is a long day. Yeah. And everything, every detail 
was worked out. So I was shocked and amazed and impressed with all the lights. Yeah. Crazy good. Mm-hmm. Crazy good. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, the lighting director was looking at me on stage because we were doing all these like tests to see what's this look like? What's that look like? And he got out the big ladder again, climbed up the ladder, and just moved the light like a little just a fraction, just a little tinsy. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so such um, preciseness. Yes, yeah, very detailed. Yeah, and um, you know, just having the pressure of having my manager there, who I hadn't performed in front of before, so that was Mm -hmm. intense. I'm like, what if he realizes, oh, she's not funny, that girl. Yeah. But what, tell the audience what he said to you when you brought that up to him beforehand. When I brought that up to him beforehand, what did he say? He said, you're fully authorized. Oh, right. That's right. He did say that. Mm -hmm. He said, I am fully authorized by God. This Mm -hmm. is not something that I created, that I, you know, a path that I pursued in the That I did. Mm -hmm. It was God who put me on this path. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that made me nervous was my family there. My sister, yeah. my cousin, my aunt, my kids. Like I said, there's not that many people who could do it or would do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I was talking with uh, someone afterwards and they said, maybe that pressure really made you shine. Like some people crumble under the pressure mm-hmm. and other people rise above it and mm-hmm. it just sort of sails them forward. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. But it was great. It was a great night, very um, supportive by the community, by the church. Mm-hmm. And the project now is in the hands of the film editor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he will get the finished product to us ASAP. Yeah. And then we'll start uh, putting it out there. I'm hopeful that we can sell it to like a streaming service. Well, you should be hopeful because it's Mike, your manager, right. who believes that. Mm-hmm. And he is the pro. Yeah. I mean, he's really plugged in. Yeah. He's very seasoned. Yeah. And uh, so he knows. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, I would say, you know, events. This is something very important with, with people that are planning events. Mm. The The philosophy, if you build it, they will come, <laughs> is a false philosophy Mm. you have to work at promoting so when we set the date for this event Mm -hmm. i went to work Mm -hmm. promoting Mm -hmm. because i had to fill the seats Mm -hmm. so not only did i have to do the comedy but i had to fill the seats and my goal i so so my encouragement to you is if you're planning an event anytime reverse engineer it so start with how many seats do you have and then work backwards well how much time do i have and set a goal mm-hmm. to fill. I always set a goal of filling at least 80%. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to sell out. This was an important show to me. I wanted every seat full. I wanted to sell out two <laughs> weeks before the event. Because I didn't want to have to think about it for the two weeks right before. Because yeah. I needed to really get my content right. Yeah. And I was 40 hours a week just doing the content those last two weeks. You yeah. know, just yeah. really hammering it in and yeah. going over it again and again. And it did sell out. Yeah. It but did. it took a lot of effort. Yeah. And then after the first like 10 days, mm. the date was switched. Yeah. So then I had to go back and that was out of my control and it had to happen. Mm-hmm. So the date was switched. I had to go back and take, well, I had help. My volunteers went back and took down all the posters mm-hmm. that were up, put up mm-hmm. new posters. I had to go back into social media and change everything, mm-hmm. put out all kinds of announcements, you know, mm-hmm. offer refunds. To people that had bought tickets already. Yeah. It was in the paper wrong. 
because oh, <laughs> I gosh. sent a press release to yeah. the newspaper and they printed it. Yeah. So it was a lot of work, but you know, it, it doesn't just happen. If you do not promote it, they will not come. Mm-hmm. They won't know if to come. Yeah. And you got to tell them once, twice, three times, four times, five times, eight times. Mm. Remind, remind, remind. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come. Good lessons. Yes. Anything else behind the scenes? I think that kind of wraps it up for that. Gosh. Well, I don't think we said that, you know, there's been a lot of prayer, a whole lot of prayer. And that's, that's the number one behind the scenes thing that we do. Yeah. And it matters. It does. I do think that's a huge part of why you are where you, where you are. I agree. That, yeah, it's, it's a lot of hard work and courage and, you know, all of that, but definitely I think too, just because of a lot of prayer Mm -hmm. and uh, genuine, like open hands to whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, being okay with whatever God uh, closes or opens. Yeah. The timing. Yeah. Yeah. The timing. (laughs) And, you know, Catherine and I pray every single week before we record our podcast we Mm -hmm. pray for you listeners Mm -hmm. we pray that god will use us to encourage you spiritually that's why we're doing this podcast of course we want to be entertaining and informative and all that Mm -hmm. but we really want to inspire you with your spiritual walk yeah so that's important and then tracy's prayer team is on facebook Mm -hmm. if you want to join us there you can it's just a a group a facebook group page and it has a calendar there that our dear friend Christy helped me yeah. to create mm. back in 2012 when I was just mm. getting rolling. And there's scripture in the prayer calendar. So you can read through the scripture and you pray over different topics. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been a fun episode. Yeah. And thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.